This is Viterbi Voices, the podcast, your chance to hear stories about research, classes, student life, and more directly from our faculty, students, and other members of the engineering community here at the University of Southern California. This is episode 103, and a new installment of our series, This Viterbi Life. This episode is about the experiences USC Viterbi students had at conferences they attended throughout the year, ranging from the Biomedical Engineering Society Conference to the Grace Hopper Conference to the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers National Conference. So stay tuned for an amazing episode. And welcome back into Viterbi Voices. This is episode... 103. Woohoo! My name is Rhea Chowdhury. I'm a senior studying biomedical engineering, and I'm joined by... Hi guys, my name is Shintaro Nishi. I am a senior studying chemical engineering from Irvine, California. Sweet. And Shintaro's brought us another episode of this Viterbi Life, our series focused on student experiences outside of the classroom and how they kind of spend their time outside of class. So what is this episode all about? Yeah, so I had the opportunity to interview some like awesome students about their experiences going to conferences, um, ranging from the Biomedical Engineering Society Conference to the Grace Hopper Conference to the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers Conference. Mm-hmm. And all these students kind of just gave their own unique perspectives about um, the conference itself and why they're so passionate about the mission behind the conference. So it was a really great time and I had it. Like, I was able to interview some amazing people. Yeah, so I guess conferences are kind of unique to college. Like, and high school students may not really know what a conference is or what that entails. So when you were talking to all these students, what did you, or from your own experience too, like, what, what actually is a conference and what goes on there? Yeah, I think as an overview, like, a conference is just a professional development, like, in a nutshell. Like, the, what, the, mm-hmm. what they offer you at conferences from ranging from workshops to career fairs, to just getting to know other people from different chapters around the world. Um, uh, Personally, for me, I was able to go to the Society of Asian Scientists and Engineers Conference my freshman year uh, up in Berkeley, California, and I was just able to meet other students, listen about how their course load was going, what they're passionate about, and I think conferences as a whole just kind of bring people together, whether it's based on a specific interest or just empowering a certain community within the engineering field. And, And yeah, most of these students are involved with, so we have the Biomedical Engineering Society Conference, um, Mm -hmm. which is really kind of fed into with um, ASBME, which is Associated Students of Biomedical Engineering. Yep, that's Um, it. There you go. (laughs) So yeah, it's like kind of related to things that they're interested on campus. Um, I know the ASBME people were talking about an outreach program they're thinking about introducing through their like love for the BMES conference. And the Vanessa was talking about the Society of Hispanic Engineers. She's able to go to these conferences outside of school, but then during school, she's able to lead the organization into hosting different career nights and workshops. So it's, I kind of forgot what the question was, <laughs> but it's just amazing to see these students kind of just develop their passions on campus and are able to take it to a national scale or a regional scale. Yeah, that's awesome. It sounds like it'll be a really great conversation. So I'm excited to hear what all these students have to say. Um, before we get out of the way, it is the last day of finals so what are your plans for winter break um so this okay so tomorrow i'm gonna be flying to san francisco (laughs) for the bay area i forgot Uh, to say that my introduction but that is where i'm from (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i'll be up there for an interview and then i come down um i should be home for a couple days and then 
I will be going to doing like a little road trip to Big Sur, so I'm really excited for that. And then my one of my first friends in Irvine, California, is getting married this winter break, so we're going into the wedding. So that's gonna be interesting. Whoa, that's gonna be super fun. Yeah. That's what about awesome. you? I so I'll be home for a couple days. My best friend is coming, and I haven't seen her in like a year and a half, so that'll be awesome. Um, and I'm going to New Zealand with my family, which is going to be amazing because the four of us haven't traveled together in like a really long time. And my brother and my breaks finally line up. So we decided to take the opportunity and do a big family trip. And my brother and my dad are obsessed with Lord of the Rings. So it'll be a good time. (laughs) I'm just excited to take pictures. Yeah. Cool. All right. So let's get out of the way and hear about conferences and USC students experiences with uh, going to them. Hi everybody, my name is Shintaro Nishi, and I'm a senior studying chemical engineering from Irvine, California. This Viterbi Life episode will be talking about professional development opportunities at the Viterbi School of Engineering. I had a pleasure talking with Luann and Christina about their experience at the Biomedical Engineering Society Conference, with Catherine, who attended the Grace Hopper Conference, which focuses on empowering women in the engineering field, and finally with Vanessa about her experiences at the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers Conference. These students were able to travel from Southern California to explore new parts of the nation while gaining a valuable experience of developing themselves through the conferences. The conferences in this episode range in topics from empowering certain communities to sharing a love for a specific interest. These can range from regional conferences with several schools to national conferences where national chapters come together to a central location. In my freshman year, I was able to attend the Society of Asian Scientists and Engineers Regional Conference at Berkeley, California, and I had the chance to talk with recruiters from GE and Boeing. I had an amazing time learning about empowering Asian Americans in the engineering field, along with meeting other individuals from schools along the West Coast. And that is why I'm excited to share these stories of Viterbi students attending some awesome conferences. So our first interview is with Luann and Christina, as they share their unique experience at the Biomedical Engineering Society Conference. So yeah, this part of the episode is about the BMES conference that some of the students in the Biomedical Engineering Department went to. Um, So could you guys introduce yourself, just your name, your major, where you're from, and what year you are? Hi, my name is Luann. I'm a biomedical engineering student with a mechanical emphasis, and I'm originally from Northern California, and I'm a current senior. Hi, my name is Christina Kaipigian. I'm originally from Boise, Idaho. I'm studying biomedical engineering with an emphasis in electrical engineering, and I'm currently a junior. This part of the episode is all about the BMES conference, which you guys attended how many weeks ago? Um, it's about three weeks ago now, I think, right? Three weeks ago? Okay. It was um, late October. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So could you guys speak a little bit about how you chose your major of biomedical engineering and especially that emphasis within it? Sure. So um, my young high school self... I kind of had no idea what I was going to do. I knew that I really loved the medical field, and I knew I was passionate about things within that realm. Um, And I was doing some research, and actually I was mopping at work, and I was like, you know, what if if I look into engineering? But I was kind of at a bit of a pull because I I wanted to still have that medical field aspect of of life because I was really passionate about patients and doctors. Um, And then I discovered biomedical engineering, and I was like, this is the beautiful, perfect combination of 
biology, engineering, um, physics, calculus, and um, being able to apply it to the human body. And that's what I really enjoy about it. Yeah, my story is similar too. Um, I guess when they first tell you like or give you advice on how to pick a major, it's kind of like thinking back to the classes that you really enjoyed. And that was really difficult for me because I couldn't pinpoint like one class um, that I enjoyed over the others. So it was more about like, oh, my interests are all over the board. Um, and then going back to that same passion, I kind of wanted to help people if I knew that I didn't want to be a doctor. And so I was thinking, okay, how can I combine like my passion for all these different fields, all these different subjects, but also like find some way to give back to people and help them improve their lives and when I was like looking up online like different like engineering roles and stuff because I knew I liked math and science um this one stood out to me and I had no idea what it was like biology and medical were both like in the name so I was like oh that sounds pretty cool um so I looked into that and then got really excited and then when I started to think about like what kind of people like I'd be affecting like um my little cousin really drives my passion to like help people especially in like diabetes technology so I was thinking this would be a great way to like help all different people at such like a large scale which you couldn't really do if you were like a doctor so that was kind of like the reason I went into biomedical engineering yeah I feel like a lot of I feel like so many students at USC especially within Viterbi is kind of I don't know, I feel like people always have this perception that we're so passionate about our majors from the get-go, from, like, mm -hmm. senior year when you're 18, and honestly, like, the true case is, like, no one really has it figured it out. It's kind of just like, wow, this sounds pretty cool. I can see myself doing this, and that's how I got into chemical engineering, and it seems like that's how you guys got into biomedical engineering, which is awesome. So, <laughs> if you guys could talk a little bit about that conference, um, just kind of the workshops or presentations or just kind of the activities that you guys went through. Yeah, so the conference is really fun and special because there's a lot of different conferences that students have the opportunity to partake in throughout their college career, and um, some of them are kind of generally geared towards engineers, but this one is biomedical engineers. It's, you know, a um, very specific area of the field, which allows you to get really deep into some really cool biotechnology topics. So the BMES conference, um, I have this, they have this cute little app. Um, it's got a little peach on it because <laughs> the conference was in Atlanta this year. Um, so I'll, I'll just read a quick description. So it says, the annual meeting of the Biomedical Engineering Society, the lead society for the field with over 7,000 members, brings together academic leaders, trainees, and industry for over three days of focused but exhilarating discussions <laughs> and presentations of the newest ideas. And I love that little exhilarating part because they've got platform sessions about researchers presenting the work that they've been working on um, as well, you know, PhD students, PIs, um, and everyone comes together and pretty much works on, pretty much looks at the current state of biomedical engineering and the latest research and technology. So there are platform sessions on stem cell and tissue engineering, um, as well as industry sessions on um, with interacting with companies and industry leaders and startups. So it's really like everyone who's interested in biomedical engineering comes together and just like has a field day and really collaborates and unifies, unifies the field, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So my experience, too, has been a bit of everything that Luann was touching on, like 
um, just being able to connect with other people that are doing similar things. And I'm currently an undergraduate researcher in the Armani Lab right now. And this was a fantastic opportunity for me to share my work. And I was so grateful to have that opportunity. So I um, had the chance to speak um, and give an oral presentation in which most students like have poster presentations. So this was a really good way for me to practice that, you know, public speaking, especially to a very specific audience, very technical audience as well. So I presented in this track called Diagnostic Technology for Low Resource Setting um, on this portable optical diagnostic system that I've been working on with my team. And the purpose of this device is to help with malaria detection in low resource settings. And it was really cool to give this presentation because beforehand um, there were other researchers from all these different universities across the nation talking about like their smartphone detection systems that now I'm kind of trying to like implement into my system. So it's definitely interesting to hear, you know, what other people are doing in the similar area. Um, and besides that, I also got to hear like other students' posters, presentations, such as Daniel Yen, um, who is another undergraduate member too. And I'm in another class right now um, that's taught by his PI. So I had a really good understanding of what his research was based on from my class. And I found um, that it was just a great conference to be at because I could take what I had learned from class and from my own research and be able to like present that and also understand other people's work. It's it's also so you you learn what's in the field, but you also get connected with USC and like your lab because yeah. so often you've got you know X number of PhD students working on many topics within your lab. So like for example, within Dr. Megan McCain's Laboratory for Living Systems Engineering, um, that's the lab I work in, and I work with a PhD student, Joycelyn Yip, and we always you know we talk about projects and we talk about the lab and what people are working on but it was so cool to be able to like see her poster and she was doing this really cool project on um, a fluidic platform for long-term culture of explanted zebrafish hearts and cool (laughs) to see everything down on a poster um, and zebrafish hearts are special because they regenerate so as opposed to human heart tissue which it gets damaged and you know it's not gonna be able to heal itself so well these zebrafish and she created a microfluidic platform to be able to study these hearts and determine the properties that give them these um, incredible rejuven- you know, rejuvenation abilities. So it's like you get to learn about the field as well as your lab and as well as mm-hmm. USC's professors. And really, mm-hmm. um, if you're interested in research, it's a great place to get connected with professors. So I guess like the kind of the general student who comes to this conference, at least with ASBME, you can be someone who's really interested in research um, either presenting or just interested in BME in general. Um, or you could just be, you could be someone interested in industry and looking for an internship, a job, or you can be someone who's interested in like a PhD program because they've got a lot of, um, recruitment activities for grad students. And that's how a lot of people actually get connected with, you know, other universities for, for their PhD programs. Yeah. Yeah. And Christine, could you talk a little bit about your research just about, what your team is focused on, and what you presented. Great, yeah. So my team is working on um, kind of prototyping this system that uses uh, the magnetic like nanoparticles properties that you'd have if you have malaria. So if you have malaria, you'll have this magnetic nanoparticle, which they call the malaria pigment, um, in your blood. And so you take a 
vial of their blood, like the patient's blood, and you stick it in our device, and you shine some light through it. And so you'll um, receive the light on the other end with a photo detector, and you'll just keep that there, establish a baseline, and then you'll pull in this magnet to the side of the device, and that will pull the magnetic nanoparticles and align it and pull it out of that path of the light if you have malaria. And so then the light that goes through will be able to like go through it better since there's no like nanoparticles in the way. And so this will lead to an increase in that light transmission. And so this is a signal we're looking for um, to determine whether this patient has malaria or not. Um, and so that's kind of like the basis of our device. I helped out with um, prototyping it and bringing it to life. So um, coming up with like the designs and SolidWorks and then 3D printing it. And then we even got to take it like the first version of our device. We got to take it up to um, kind of like animal trials. Like we worked with rabbit blood, which was really exciting and collaborated with um, one of the research groups out in the health science campus. So that was a really fun way to like see how collaborative like the USC environment is from like, you know, cross campus, cross different research groups. Um, And then now I'm working on a smartphone version of that. So when I went to present, I presented on that first version, um, the data that we collected with this rabbit blood and the potential applications for that for that system. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm honestly just blown away. <laughs> you mentioned a little bit about ASBME. Um, could you explain to the listeners about what that organization is? What kind of, what's your guys' mission statement? What kind of events you guys put on? Yeah, so ASBME stands for the Associated Students of Biomedical Engineering, and we're pretty much aiming to serve as the um, the main resource for BME students. Um, And we want to support students in many aspects of their college career, including um, their academic pursuits, their professional goals, um, getting involved in the local community, um, you know, having like social relief and and just a community within BME that they can turn to. Um, So it's kind of multiple pillars that we try and hit. And we, and since even though BME is super specific, like it sounds very specific, people choose to go vastly different paths. And we really just want to cater and open the doors for students to be able to pursue whatever they want to do. So um, ASBME, in the context of the conference, we helped fund students' um, students' experience at the conference by covering the registration fees as well as their hotel fees. Um, and then, in general, we, um, we also, during the conference, get together and, you know, plan meals and kind of do it together and we share different platform sessions that we found interesting and um but yeah ASBME in general is just supposed to serve as like the main resource for for BME students planning many events um yeah so like the makeathon the um which is a medical device design competition is a really cool opportunity for BMEs to get hands-on um hands-on experience with creating a device from ideation to prototype um and it's a competition so it's um 30 hours long and students you know take it the full way and they're solving a real problem in life which is which is really cool um but other ways we have mentoring activities and then we have an outreach program where we visit local elementary schools and uh yeah I'm very passionate about ASBME. I've been involved since I was a freshman, so it's really had a huge impact on my college career, and I would say that for students, it's a huge deal to get involved in in something else instead of classes. Just a small plug for our org. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, for 
so this is the Biomedical Engineering Society Conference, um, and so we're a student chapter of this society. And there are student chapters all over the nation, you know. Um, and this past year, we actually won the Outstanding Chapter Award. So of all of all the schools, we got we got the award. So, <laughs> so yeah, we also presented on that, and it was a really cool way to. Um, so I presented on that to the other student chapters, and we all kind of came together and it was a great way to share ideas of how everyone respectively across the country is helping to support the upcoming biomedical engineers. And it's just like such an exciting thing to be able to do is to help students find their passions and help them develop their professional lives and kind of be that stepping stone between student and something more, you know? Yeah. While many conferences are focused on specific interests like the biomedical engineering society conference, there are other conferences that focus on empowering certain communities within the engineering field. Next, we have Catherine Chung talk about her experience at the Grace Hopper Conference, the world's largest gathering of women technologists. My name is Catherine. I'm a senior studying computer science with a jazz minor. I'm originally from New York. Um, and yep. How did you get that jazz minor? Um, well, yeah, I've always played the saxophone since like an early age, and I didn't really want to lose that. So it's actually been really cool. This year, I'm mostly in music classes. That's awesome. So different adjustment. Yeah. Yeah, and so I guess with your major, how did you pick computer science? What were you interested in high school? And mm-hmm. then I guess what are you interested in now? Sure. Um, I definitely knew from an early age I wanted to be in engineering. Um, in high school, I did some environmental research, so I actually first applied to schools as an environmental engineering major. Um, but I kind of realized I wanted to do a little bit more and have like more of like a computer-based background. Um, so just kind of going into, like, freshman year, I decided to take CS classes and really like them. And so we have you on the episode today because mm-hmm. you were part of this group of stu- USC students that went to the Grace Hopper Conference mm-hmm. around three weeks ago, two weeks ago? Yeah, end of September. End of September. Yeah. All right, awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, for our listeners, could you explain what the Grace Hopper Conference is, mm-hmm. uh, what kind of events they provide, and what kind of opportunities you had? Sure. Uh, yeah, so Grace Hopper is mostly, it's considered a celebration of women in tech. Um, And so it's a place to kind of empower you, no matter, like, if you're a student or if you're an industry professional. Um, A lot of times you can come go and see keynotes, talks, um, other panels. Um, I think most of the students are interested in the career fair that Mm -hmm. it has to offer. A lot of us did a lot of interviews and kind of networking with companies. Um, So there's a lot to offer. Hey, y'all, sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to let you know that we have a number of campus visit programs available to you right now. If you want to check out what campus is like, if you want to learn more about the Viterbi School of Engineering, go to viterbi.link slash visit. That's V-I-T-E-R-B-I dot link slash visit where you can learn about our Viterbi visit experiences that happen on most Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. We have some virtual events that happen on occasional weekdays and occasional Saturdays. Plus, we have some transfer virtual admission sessions where you can learn all about how to get those courses ready for transferring. We want to meet you. We will have lots of opportunities to do it and it's happening all summer long but get your registration in now at viterbi.link slash visit hope to see you soon awesome and could you talk a little bit more about the companies that were there the companies that you saw yeah i mean they have companies from like all over so they have you know the the big four they have software finance um like even like nike walmart target like it's kind of like every company that you think would probably be there. Um, They also have grad schools as well. So if you're interested in like pursuing um, grad school instead of going to industry. So they really have everything there. Awesome. And so 
I guess I got to ask, like, what was your favorite moment from the weekend? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think, so, um, I got to go a little bit earlier for my scholarship, and I got to meet a bunch of really cool um, girls from other schools who are kind of in a similar place as me. Um, and so I think it's, like, that's, like, definitely the biggest takeaway is, like, being able to, like, meet people from, like, other schools and, like, making, like, kind of growing your network, too. Because a lot of the girls that I met there, like, I'm going to see them when I graduate because we're all trying to live in, like, SF. Mm -hmm. Um, And so between interviews, we would kind of just, like, like, spam message each other, like, yo, like, I have 10 minutes between my interview. Like, let's just, like, chill and, like, relax before we go into our next one. So it was a good time, yeah. Yeah. And so how did you initially get into Grace Hopper? Was Mm -hmm. there... A certain individual when you first came into USC, or mm-hmm. was there an organization that kind of pushed you to go? Or yeah, yeah, um, I definitely think I first heard about it um, my freshman year. Um, like a lot of like the older like um, upperclassmen would go, um, and so there's actually a lot of opportunities for scholarships. Like many of the tech companies offer them, as well as like Viterbi also offers their own scholarship. Um, so you just have to write a few, like, essay responses and, like, other things. Um, so I was fortunate enough to go with Facebook mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. What were some of the essay questions that you had to write about? Um, I think one of them was, like, how does Facebook's um, technology and products, how could they, like, impact and improve your local community? Mm-hmm. Also, like, what excites you about computer science? So a lot of the, you know, they just want to see that you would be a good fit for the conference and that you would actually, you know, get a lot of a lot out of it. So. Yeah. What would you say was, like, your biggest takeaway from the conference, especially mm-hmm. how many years have you gone to the conference? <laughs> this is actually my, yeah, I went, this is my third year. Awesome. Um, yeah, so I think definitely um, the conference, like, offers you a lot, and everything is kind of happening at the same time. So it's really up to you to decide what you want to take away from the conference. And so this year I was interviewing for full-time positions, um, so I spent predominantly a lot of my time in the career fair. Um, so I would say that, like, it can get really overwhelming, but um, definitely, like, making the most out of what you want. And also, again, like, the friendships that you make. And there's a lot of friends I met from summers before that were also there, so it was kind of like a cool reunion. And so you said you went three years already. How mm-hmm. have you seen, I guess, the conference evolve itself, mm-hmm. or how have you seen yourself grow after each year, like, kind of yeah. looking back on those experiences? Definitely. Um, yeah, so, I mean, every year it gets, the conference gets bigger and bigger. Like, there's just so many people there. Um, And I think that they're, like, definitely improving each time, just trying to, like, maintain, like, all, like, the influx of people um, and making sure that it's not, like, crazy. Um, I would say my first year, I was very overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. I didn't really know what I was doing. So I would walk around the career fair and kind of just um, maybe want to talk to a company, but then get really scared. Um, So, like, I think... Each year, I just kind of, like, was like, no, you know, whatever, like, I'm not going to lose anything. I should just go up and talk to them. And this year, I felt that, like, I kind of did that a lot more um, mm-hmm. and got a little bit more connections and, like, interviews that way. And how many stu- how many USC students do you think went around uh, to the Great Opera Conference? I think probably around 40 to 60. Um, I think there's always a good amount. And it's really hard to tell because some come from Viterbi scholarships and then, like, other company scholarships. But I definitely saw... A good amount of USC people there. Yeah, and then is this conference limited to just computer science students, or mm-hmm. do people from different majors come? Uh, definitely other majors are, like, there's no restriction, but I think that a lot of times companies are looking for people who are with, like, a CS or EE or, like, mm-hmm. something more of, like, a related background. Mm-hmm. So I think other engineering um, majors might have, like, a little bit more of a tough time there. 
And I know there are other conferences, like I know SWE has a conference and like ACM also has a conference. Mm-hmm. And could you, sorry, could mm-hmm. you expand on what SWE and uh, is? Yeah. So SWE is a Society of Women Engineers. And I think they just had their conference in Minneapolis about, I think last week. Last week, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had a friend who went, also a CS major, but I think there, there's a few more companies that are actually looking for like Mechies or like BMEs or like other things. So I mm-hmm. think it's just like an easier place to find those opportunities awesome. and then acm is um a cs org it's like associating computing machinery but i think it's a little bit more broad maybe might encompass ee more but yeah cool cool mm-hmm. and so along with ca- uh, computer science mm-hmm. what do you like to get involved with on campus whether it just be different student orgs or just mm-hmm. sports that you play yeah um i'm on the ultimate frisbee team i've been on it since freshman year and it's definitely something that keeps me sane um throughout <laughs> the school years um, and I'm also on Athena Hacks, uh, which is this all-female hackathon that we plan in the spring. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And could you expand a little bit more about Athena Hacks, especially with this topic of the Race <laughs> Alpha Conference? Yeah. Um, we started it about three years ago, and basically we really wanted a space that was kind of encouraging and supportive for females in tech. Um, a lot of times um, people find hackathons to be really intimidating based on their size, and it's just a lot of, like, you're supposed to, like, nonstop code and grind and, like, mm-hmm. drink Red Bull and never sleep. Um, <laughs> so we really wanted to create a little bit safer space, um, more just for females. Um, and, yeah, we, like, encourage high school students as well as, like, um, underclassmen or people who are just, like, have never even coded before just to come and, like, try and make an app for the weekend. Yeah. And mm-hmm. how have you seen, I guess, both your experience mm-hmm. with Athena Hacks and Grace Hopper Conference, like, I guess change your perspective or just, Mm -hmm. I guess, your understanding of the tech industry or how you want to shape it for the future. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that right now um, the tech industry still has a huge gap in gender equality. Um, And so, like, with Athena Hacks, like, we're trying to create, like, an earlier exposure to CS. Like, a lot of times high school students, they'll come to our hackathon and they'll leave wanting to be a CS major or other students who are different majors come and, like, build their first app, and they realize that, like, tech is a really cool space to be in. Um, and so I think that, like, Athena Hacks is, like, kind of, like, a first, like, exposure to um, tech. And then going on to Grace Hopper, it's, like, how do you develop that passion and interest in tech? So a lot of times, like, some panels are, like, how to, like, make the most of your internship or, like, how do you, like climb up the ranks and become more of an executive position. So it's kind of cool seeing, like, the levels of um, development and growth in CS between, like, Athena Hacks and Grace Hop. I guess we're close to, honestly, wrapping up this episode. Mm-hmm. But I kind of just wanted to understand what really just motivates you. Mm-hmm. I, I know the Grace Hopper Conference offers that career mm-hmm. fair and everything, but I guess what motivates you to be part of that Athena Hacks team, mm-hmm. to go to a Grace Hopper Conference, which is, like, a celebration mm-hmm. of women in tech. Like, yeah. I guess what is that main driving mm-hmm. force for you? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it's just, like, how do we get more females interested in tech? And, like, oftentimes, like, you can see already, like, in college, like, how many people are actually, like, females are pursuing engineering majors over, like, liberal arts majors. And I think um, Grace Hopper is a cool space um, to kind of promote that. And I just think overall, like, if we get people from, like, sorry, even, like, even younger, like, even, I even think that, like, high school is a little too late. Mm -hmm. Like, I think, you know, like, when we're younger, like, I think that the perception is that, like, boys will play with Legos and, like, cars, and then girls will, like, do, like, kitchen stuff and, like, play with dolls. And, like, obviously those are fine things, but 
I think if we kind of promoted that both boys and girls can do all of those activities, um, we could get like an, a higher increase in like engineering interest in females and just hopefully like it'll just bubble up into yeah. the industry. Yeah. Now we'll be talking with Vanessa about her experience at the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers Conference, which is the country's largest gathering of Hispanic STEM students and professionals. Hi, so I'm Vanessa. I'm a senior. I'm studying chemical engineering with an emphasis in nanotechnology, and I'm from Santiago, Chile. Hey, everyone. This is Paul. Sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to let you know about a new feature we just unlocked. It's about sending us questions or comments via text. If you go to your podcast player, check the show notes. There's a link there that says, send us a question or comment. It may be on our next episode. So go in there, send us a little quick text message. Let us know what your questions are. Let us know what your comments are. We'd love to hear from you. So we can't wait to see it. Now back to the episode. Weird. That's, uh, that's like, honestly the same as me, except for our hometown. <laughs> we must have every single class together, huh? Crazy. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, so Vanessa's here today to talk about the SHIP conference and just about SHIP overall. So could you just talk a little bit about what SHIP is, um, especially, like, the acronym of SHIP, I think, for our listeners, and just kind of the events that you guys do and your guys' central role? Yeah, so SHIP is the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers, um, and I'm the president of the USC chapter, but we're a part of a larger national organization that has chapters for professionals, for college students, and also SHIP junior chapters, which are in high schools. So it really ranges um, across all ages and all experiences, but the main purpose is to encourage the Hispanic community to pursue STEM careers and to be the next leaders in that field. Um, And that starts from the high school level through college and then obviously professional. And a huge part of that is the conferences that we attend. Um, So we were just at the national conference a couple weeks ago. um, And those are really fun and a great way to connect with this like larger network nationally. Yeah. And how did you first get involved with SHIP? Um, So as a freshman, when I first came here, I was looking for a community that kind of resembled my own background. I lived in Canada for two years where I was one of the only Hispanic students there. And I really missed that. So I was trying to find something that resembled my culture. And when I came across SHIP, I was like, this is exactly where I need to be. I remember walking into the first meeting and hearing people talking in Spanglish, and I hadn't heard that in so long. Um, And then I just slowly got more involved. My sophomore year, I ran for a small position as a director of membership, and then I was a vice president of public relations, and then now I'm president. So I've just like slowly kind of gotten more and more involved, and it really is like my home away from home. Awesome. And so you mentioned briefly just about the conference that you guys attended. Uh, which was a couple weeks ago, correct, Mm -hmm. in Cleveland, Ohio? Yeah, it was. It changes every year, but this year it was in Cleveland. It was a lot of fun. Um, So it starts on like a Wednesday and it ends on Saturday night. Um, And there's a lot of professional development events. So there's networking, um, workshops about all kinds of different topics, and then hospitality suites, which are like smaller events with just one specific company, and then a huge, huge, huge career fair, unlike you've seen like anywhere else really um where people get like scheduled for interviews right away some people get jobs on the spot um there was one company that had like a bell that you would ring every time you signed an offer Mm -hmm. um so it's really fun and everyone there really is like trying to support you so no one is trying to not help you out it's just kind of showing them that you're the right fit for the company or the right fit for the position you're looking for and and they're there to help you 
Yeah, so could you just talk a little bit more about what, like, the schedule is for the whole week from Wednesday to Saturday night? Like, what kind of events are going on, um, whether it be, like, those career fairs that you're talking about or different workshops? Yeah, absolutely. So when you get there on Wednesday night, there's a competition that I don't think any of our members participated in, but it's like an engineering design competition. And there's also like case studies. Um, And then on Thursday, there's workshops pretty much all morning. And then there's hospitality suites in the afternoon at like 5 p.m. So you just kind of bounce around from workshop to workshop, whatever seems interesting to you. There's also presentations. If you do research, you can present your poster and there's awards for that, too. Um, And that's kind of the same for Thursday and Friday. And then Saturday all day is the career fair. And throughout the like hospitality suites and different workshops, people get scheduled for interviews ahead of time, too. Um, So if you have an interview, you go to that. If not, you're like bouncing around workshops, um, meeting people. It's really fun, too, because we're a part of like a region. And then nationally, you see a lot of people around. So it's a lot of catching up with people you haven't seen in a while, too. Yeah. And these uh, these schools are across the nation yeah everywhere so we're a part of region two which is southern california arizona um part of nevada and hawaii even though there's no schools in hawaii that have a ship chapter right now mm-hmm. um but those are the people that we see most often at like regional events and then when we go to these national conferences there's like a little bit of rivalry between regions so like we'll have chants and people will like try to scream their chant louder mm-hmm. um to prove like dominance <laughs> <laughs> i see <laughs> that's cool and so how many years have you gone to this ship conference I've been since my sophomore year, so this was my third time going, and it's been really cool. Every year has been a different experience, too. I think I was a lot more shy the first time I went, um, and I just, like, didn't really know how to talk to the companies well and, like, explain who I was and why I wanted to work for them. But then as I've gone, it's also really cool. A lot of the recruiters tend to go back too. Um, so for example, I was talking to someone at Procter and Gamble that remembered me from the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really fun because you get to build a relationship with these people across the country that you might not see. Like, for example, at the USC career fair, you'll see them at the ship national one. Um, so that's cool too. From those three years going to ship conference, what has been like your favorite memory or just favorite workshop or anything like that? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think, this year was really cool because we won two awards. So at the um, on Friday night, there's like a national meeting and then there's a regional meeting. And at the national meeting, they present the awards for um, different pillars. So SHIP is based on five pillars, academic development, leadership, professional um, chapter development, and community outreach. And we've won the community outreach, I think, in 2016. Then we won professional development last year. And then this year we won academic and chapter development. So that was really cool. Um, just because also this year I was the one that was able to go up and receive the award. So that was really fun to like feel like I had been a part of the board that led to that award and to that recognition. Um, and also just being able to celebrate with everyone after and be like, yeah, we're the best chapter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so for like the attendees that go to the SHIP conference, um, are they spread around through, like, freshmen, sophomore, juniors, mm-hmm. and seniors? Or is it, like, a specific grade that goes? For our chapter in particular, we try to prioritize older members just because um, internships in general seem to be reserved for, like, juniors um, for the most part. So we do that, but we have had freshmen um, attend this year. We had a couple freshmen attend. Um, I went my sophomore year and every year since. Um, so it just depends. We, like, have an application process to decide who attends with sponsorship and then after that we try to help everyone out at least partially um attend because it is a big cost uh, but yeah we have people from all majors 
Um, sometimes they're not even engineers. We have like math majors or something else that's like STEM related um, and across all years too. Yeah, and you mentioned um, before we started recording that you attended some other professional development conferences. Um, can you speak a little bit more about those experiences and kind of what you took away from those? Yeah, absolutely. So they've all been, I found out about them because of SHIP, but they're not always necessarily SHIP conferences. So a few months ago, I went to HENAC, which is also a Hispanic conference, but it's not necessarily tied to SHIP as an organization. Um, and that was cool. A lot of the same recruiters go to that. A lot of ship chapters go to that. So that was fun, too. That was my first time ever going. It was way smaller. It was in Pasadena. Um, and I just, like, commuted back and forth mm -hmm. every day. So that was a really cool experience. It was a lot more, like, Southern California-focused, a lot of SoCal companies. So if that's something you're interested in, it's definitely a cool opportunity. And it's close by, so it's super easy. And then I also uh, have attended every um, regional conference that we have for SHIP. So those are in the spring. This year it's in Irvine. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, and those are also really fun. Like I mentioned, we like hang out with the regional people a lot more often. So those are really cool because they're the people that you know the most in other SHIP chapters. Um, and it's fun to reconnect with them. And I also this past summer went to NILA, which is the um, National Institute for Leadership Advancement, and I got certified as a chapter leader. Wow. Um, so those are more reserved for, like, the president and vice president of each chapter, um, and it gives you all the tools you really need that you wouldn't have learned otherwise um, on how to, like, run an organization, obtain funding, plan events, publicize, all of the things that, like, you kind of learn in your positions ahead of time, but no one really, like, formally teaches it to you. So that was really cool. And then that was another way where I've met a lot of ship people. And then when I go back to these conferences, I see them again. So I guess like with all these conferences, um, they're based on this professional development of a certain community. And along with that, like on campus, you're really involved as ship president. Um, you're always telling people to follow the Instagram. <laughs> you you want to drop the handle right now. <laughs> At ship underscore USC on Instagram if you, you want to follow us. There you go. Give them a good good follow. But um, why am I, like, I guess this question is, like, why are you so passionate about the ship mission as just, like, an overall, like, the mission of the club itself? Yeah, I think the reason I'm most passionate about ship is because, I really think that the person I am today is because of SHIP and because of the people in this chapter that have made me who I am. I was a really shy freshman, and they just kind of took me in and taught me everything I needed to know about professional development, about how to do engineering, because it's not easy and you need people there to support you, um, and just, like, how to have fun sometimes. Like, we have tailgates and, like, we go to Korean barbecue and have fun and they are the ones that not only like encourage me to study and do really well, but also pull me out of my funk when I'm just stuck in trying to solve a heat transfer problem or mm -hmm. whatever it is. Um, and then that community has just given me so much that I am very passionate of giving back now. Um, all the time I'm trying to think of new ways that we can help empower um, our members and find ways for them to get that internship that they want or do better in the class that they're struggling with or help the freshman that's struggling with their major and isn't sure if they want to do engineering because at the end of the day a lot of us don't have those role models outside of this organization some of us um, a lot of members are like the first in their family to go to college or they come from a low-income background where like no one was an engineer before and they don't have anyone to ask these questions and we serve as that place um, and that community to help you um, move forward and like grow um, in a field that like you might not have anyone else pushing for you. Um, so it's just been, it's been really incredible. I really think I owe a lot to SHIP 
um, in terms of jobs, but also like who I am as a person mm-hmm. um, and every opportunity I've had with them and all the support they've given me. And I think that's true for almost every single person in this organization. They feel that love um, because that's who we are. So we've heard from some amazing students that attended conferences from the BMES conference to the Grace Opera conference to the SHIP conference. Viterbi students look to further their education and their passions through collaboration on a national scale through conferences. From networking at the career fair to making lifelong friends to presenting your own research, conferences are a great opportunity for professional development. So that about wraps up our Viterbi Life episode. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a great winter break. And as always, fight on.